Pokemon Detective Pikachu is the first attempt to bring Nintendo's 90s gaming craze to the live-action cinema screen. But is this one a critical hit, or is it not very effective? I'm Mike. Those are Pokemon references. And this is PopScore. Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we cross-pollinate with God of Castamore once again to review Pokemon Detective Pikachu, the film we were fucking asking for since the goddamn 90s. Just taking this stuff. Anyway, I'm still Mike. And I'm still Darren. So we're here. We finally got it. I, I really wish I could go back in time and tell 12-year-old Darren that one day, very long time in the future, you'll get your live-action Bulbasaur. And all will be right with the world. But don't worry, Pikachu's being voiced by Van Wilder. And you were like, and you were like, what? What, what the, are you telling what me? What's a Van Wilder? <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a strange world we live in, kid. The, um, Van, Van Wilder was the nineties, wasn't it? Because that was um, part of the Azon, I think, it was like two thousands. Oh. Surely so, American Pie had to happen first, and I think American Pie one was ninety nine. Yeah, probably so, was, wasn't it? But still, but still, this guy. The Just Friends guy? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. He's got a hell of a journey ahead of him <laughs> to get from Just Friends yeah. to Deadpool and Pikachu. It's a hell of a jump. But uh, we're here. We are. And I think we're both pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy. It wasn't shit. It wasn't shit. Again, to quote, um, oh, which what is it? Force, Force Awakens review? It's good, it's good, it's so not shit. Yes. Yeah, basically, the relief. It is <laughs> It is relief. I think, I, I think, okay, balls on the table. Not that the competition was any, coming anywhere close to it, but it is obviously the best video game movie ever made. Yeah. Um, it's not the best video game, it's not the best movie inspired by video games. I think that's still Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, with Ready Player One in a close second. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of straight-up adaptations of a video game property, yeah, this is the best one. Gotta be. It's the one that feels most cohesive. It's the one that feels like it was taken quite seriously, as in it wasn't. It didn't go say the Doom route where the bits that we liked about the video games were, were pointed at and gone. Why do you like this? You're yeah. a nerd. And it's not Prince of Persia where it's done too clean. Yeah. Like, I still like the Prince of Persia movie, but it's very much a watered-down, family-friendly version of the games. Well, I think it kind of owes its success in the adaptation to... It didn't adapt the video game Pokemon games. Mm. So, like, your traditional mainline Red, Blue, etc. games. Because there, there's a certain structure. And I think that's always the problem people have. Uh, they've got to adapt this structure into a film. Mm. And a video game is very linear. There doesn't tend to be a lot of deviation from that. And anything you do do um, deviate from that, it's going to get mad. It feels like they almost retroactively thought, we want to make a Pokemon movie, and we want to make it... Based, we don't want to, you know... If, if this had come out about the video game, 
And they're like, Detective Pikachu's in a stovepipe hat? The Sherlock parody? What the fuck is that? It's almost like they went, okay, we'll put out the game first, but we know the movie's going to be from this. Yeah, that it almost felt like... It's concurrent. Yeah, there's got to have been a plan for that, right? Because when Detective Pikachu came out, it was this whole what is this game yeah. sort of vibe and then it took ages to leave Japan it wasn't very critically well received no. in Japan or in the western world nope. and then they're like okay but we're going to adapt that and everyone's like oh alright if you've got but to that's the point though if they'd done Red and Blue everybody ourselves included would be more hypercritical because we'd have a bit of Watchmen syndrome mm. Where it's like, well, you didn't do the eight badges, you know, you wouldn't have the time to... Adapting something that was basically story first, video game second... Yeah. Kind of makes sense, because then... I mean, I've not played Detective Pikachu. I don't know how closely it resembles that game. I've read about it, and it's almost there. Right. Not to spoil too much, but the ending obviously is slightly different. Although it does contain roughly the same characters. Great. The game seems to focus more on an English setting, yeah. on, it, on it being a facsimile for London rather than yeah. an amalgamate of London and New York, which is what the film's doing. So it's it's different, but it's very much the same beast in terms of the plot of that game about the missing detective, the son of the missing detective, and, of course, Pikachu. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's been very smart in its adaptation, and it's yes. not let the game it's based on hold it back. And that's the thing. It's, there's no, like, subtle nods to the video game. There's no, like, like Doom going first person for a minute with the gun level of, like, you know, pandering to the video game audience. Mm. And I think that's a smart choice. And I can't believe we never saw it before, because we were all clamming of, like, just make Red and Blue a film. But mm. it wouldn't work, because... You've got to explain the entire world. And, I mean, this movie does kind of rely on you knowing about Pokemon to begin with. But, you know, a 20-year-old franchise, 20-plus-year-old franchise at this point, that has permeated the pop culture thing. This is why why films like Doom, like Prince of Persia, like... I haven't seen Rampage, but who really played... Imagine it's shit. Who played Rampage back in the day? I've heard the film's quite good, but who played Rampage? I actually did play Rampage. You played Rampage? No we way. had it on the PlayStation 1 no in way. Mr. Croft's library. <laughs> so I did actually play quite... Between Reigns of Tekken 3 and SmackDown 2, Now Your Roll, yeah. Rampage was the third choice game. So Fantastic. I have played Rampage. But, you know, other films... The Street Fighter films, the Mortal Kombat films, the films that are very much trying to go this game on their... World of Warcraft. Oh, God. I I just gotten that out of my memory, Darren, and you've brought it back again. Again, the movie's so bad, we forgot we recorded a review of it. Yeah. Did we just not post it? I think we just posted it at the end of the year. Like, there you go. Yeah, have Warcraft. I think this DVD's out now. (laughs) Um, But no, they were very smart about it, in that they essentially... It's a video game adaption in the lootest sense of, like, yes, there is a video game called Detective Pikachu... But none of the game elements are here. You've you don't just... need to have played it. No, not You'll not get at all. equal, if not more, enjoyment if you've not played it. Yeah, so it's just an excuse to say, fucking Pokemon are here. Yep. Again, it's pandering to people like me and you, yeah. man childs, that just want to say, I want to see Bulbasaur. And <laughs> I was very excited when Bulbasaur turned up. I was very happy when Bulbasaur turned up. Let me just say, though, 
it is a pandering film. It is very much saying, you know, the people who grew up with this franchise, this is the film you've been waiting for. Your kids are going to like it too. This, this is the point I was about to make. The kids are going to fucking love this. Yeah. It is a very, very good kids film. Yeah. It's a phenomenal kids film. And we're of that age where we would, had, had we not, you know, made better life decisions, we might have had children. <laughs> we might have been bringing them this, to this to this film. Like, very smart in making it, not trying to go, right, well, do the Harry Potter thing of the franchise grows up with the kids, or the Toy Story thing yeah. of the time gap is real. Yeah, yeah. Very much going, right, this has always been family-friendly media. Yeah. We're just going to make more family-friendly media, but do it well. Four quadrants. Yeah, four Boom. quadrants. Done. And and the good thing is, like, I think the best I can say is it's not shit. Yeah. And it it has its moments quite a lot of times. I feel like, though, if it wasn't something as close to my... If I wasn't... Not even necessarily a non-fan, but I was like, oh, I played it in the 90s and now I'm doing the kids. I don't think I'd be that enamoured with it. Because a lot of the yeah. pops I got were just like, it's Mewtwo! <laughs> Yay! It's... It's not Pokemon Go in the sense of it captured all people for a, a moment no. in time. It's no. not that level of success. Mm-mm. What it is, is just... It seemingly comes from a place of liking and respecting the source material. Absolutely. Being smart about its adaptation from interactive media to uninteractive? Inactive media? Oh, that okay. makes it seem like I hate no, it. No, no, no. Not that one. A film. Yeah. Um, Put it this way, there's no... Well, the, the moment I realised that Charlotte Booth was an arsehole... <laughs> bear with me, bear with me. He did a, he did a, an interview, I think he was even like on the Transformers DVD, <laughs> where he was like talking about, he was like, oh, you know, those people are like, oh, Gen 1 every day. This isn't a film for them. No. And trying to make it air cool, air film is like fucking cool and rad. So basically, turning off your hardcore fan base immediately because mm. they're going to be hypercritical of your movie. Yeah. Or of William H. Macy <laughs> making the same mistake in Jurassic Park 3 by going, oh, forget about the T-Rex. Aerodynosaur's bigger and badder and better. It doesn't do that. No. It's not going, oh, this isn't a movie for all those nerds who played Red and Blue back in the day, you know, lighten up. It's yeah. appealing to those people whilst at the same time not neglecting new audiences. And doing something new and interesting with the formula. Yeah. It does do... Va- Rhyme City as a setting. Very good. Very different to what we've gotten in any of the Pokemon games. The closest, I think, that comes to it is Castellia City from Gen 5. Yeah. Weird thing I noticed, a lot of Gen 5 in this film. Yeah. Like a right. lot of Gen 5. I thought... Right, Gen 1 obviously is your, your bread and butter. You're going to get as many of those people in as possible. I thought they'd, after that, be pushing either um, Gen 7 Pokemon or Gen 4 ahead of the rumoured uh, remake when Sword and Shield's out of the way. Mm. But yeah, a lot of Panchan. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, lots of, like, Joltik. I'm like, all right, cool, but why are you here? Um, I mean, I was chill with it. I mean, any time a redesigned Pokemon comes on the screen. And yeah. the redesigns are fucking great. There's not really any I really disliked. I thought all of them... I think Gyarados, maybe. Like, yeah. It looked like Gyarados. And I think... Because when you see it in the trailer, it's just evolved, which is why it's got that weird sheen on yeah. it. He didn't look great. The bigger they get, the kind of... the the Obviously, the harder it is to make them look realistic. 
But the key ones you want to look good, your Charizards, your Mewtwo's, your, your starter Pokemon, and specifically Pikachu, yeah. they're good. Pikachu's ridiculously good. Pikachu is phenomenally designed. I mean, I know it's basically the same Pokemon, but they have made him feel like a real creature. Absolutely. They did a fantastic job, as did Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Really liked it. Really, really liked it. He's... It's basically Deadpool Pikachu, just not swearing and fourth wall breaking. Mm. I mean, very quippy and very fun. Yeah. And I think, again, it appeals to both. He's making jokes that adults will find funny and kids will find funny. Yeah. So he's balancing both plates very, very well. The one the one that weirded me out, although it did set the tone for the film of just, Ryan Reynolds is having fun with this film and I'm glad he's having fun as opposed to just cashing a paycheck, was, I'm inviting someone back to my apartment. Now I'll tell you, I'm not that kind of Pokemon. <laughs> like, does that mean there is that kind of Pokemon? Uh-huh. Oh, it'd be Mr. Mime, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Or God of War, if Deviant are to be believed. But I think I think even more praise has to go to Justice Smith. Possibly the MVP of the movie. It has to be, because in the same way, it's like a it's like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit situation. If he's not good, if he's not good and you know, and, and believable playing off a completely CGI character, mm. much in the same way that you get it in like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. you know, if Chris Pratt isn't up to scratch talking to where a raccoon should be and where a tree should be, the whole thing fucking falls apart. Yeah. It's really good, the interaction between the two. Yeah. It's a very believable relationship. They've got good banter between each other, but more than that, it's just how he makes you feel like there is genuinely a Pikachu sat on him. Yeah, he does a really good job. And I didn't care for him much in uh, Jurassic World 2. Oh, no. I thought he was probably the worst element of that film. We ragged on Justice Smith quite we a did. lot. I want to say I'm sorry, because he did a yeah. really fucking good job. Just I don't know if he was miscast in... Jurassic World 2 or whatever, or you're just giving a shite part. But yeah, so much better here. And performing with quite a surprising amount of depth. Someone who is dealing with quite fresh grief in this film. And, you know, when he re-enters that apartment for the first time and... You know, the TV playing old detective movies is still on and... No. It's a beautiful thing. That movie that's played, it's the one from Home Home Alone. Alone. It's actually a fake movie that was made for Home Home Alone. Alone. So that's meta. It's great. I feel like we should be reading something into that, but I don't know what it (laughs) is. More importantly, Pokemon takes place in the Home Alone universe. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't need to see weird crack addict Macaulay Culkin anytime soon. (laughs) I'm good. Thank you. So you don't want him to come in as N? I don't know. No. Oh, don't ever mention N. Do not mention N. I'll get angry. Um, yeah, that really helps. I think, um, what's the the lady actress's name? You're going to get a name. Thank you. He's going to struggle with his pockets. Ooh, nice pose there, mate. And find the and right find pocket. the phone. There, there we go. Um, so she plays the kind of journalist. I think her name's Lucy, I think. In the yeah, film. that sounds about right. I love the jab about listicles. Where she's like, I'm an investigator. In fact, she throws up a front at the start of the movie like she's an investigative journalist. Turns out she's just stuck in a dead-end job writing Pokemon listicles. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I imagine there's a lot of people say there's writing <laughs> fucking listicles. Stop tempting cutest Pokemon. Guess what? It's all of them. They're all cute. <laughs> that was a great line. I really like that. Um, she was played by, pause for time, Catherine Newton. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. I think she's fairly no. new to me. She was in Paranormal Activity 4. Definitely didn't fucking watch that. Oh, God, no. Um, And I think she's been in some AMC stuff, but nothing that I can 
she oh she was in Ladybird. I missed that one. She was in Three Billboards. Holy shit! Okay, was right. she the daughter? I think she, Angela Hayes. Yeah, yeah, oh, she was. There we go. She um she's fine. She's not a difference maker, good or bad. I think she's just fine. Yeah. She's not like, we're not raving about her in the same way we are Justice Smith and Ryan Reynolds. The first scene, apart from Top 10 Cuties Pokemon Guess yeah. What the Rock You, was really grating. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this character. Like they, were, were it not for her relationship with her Psyduck, I think I would have. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Psyduck. That Psyduck, I might change my mind. I think he might be yeah. the MVP for the whole movie. I know. And it's very obvious, like, straight away, they needed some familiarity. Mm. So, one's got a Pikachu, one's got a Psyduck. Yeah. It's kind of obvious. Unless we met a third person who happened to have an Onyx, then he'd kind of be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. this is Erash and Misty now. Um, cool. Mm. I'm glad Sidek was in there. Yeah. There's only one Pokemon from this entire movie who's missed in that I'm like, he should have been there, but we'll get to that after the spoiler warning. Fair I think. Um, I think I know which one you mean. Yeah, so they have a, a, a really mm. nice journey through this movie. The, yeah. kind of, the whole mystery of what happened to Justice Smith's dad and what hap- why can he hear Pikachu... It's 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 good. It's kind of the level of mystery where kids will be able to understand it. You're not going in there. It's not the Da Vinci Code. Mm. It's not like some fucking heavy thing. It's it's played fairly light, and it's kind of it's 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 to drag them along. The mystery is not like oh, it's not like a who done it. Where at the end you're like oh my god, what a revelation. It kind of takes the path you expect it to. Yeah, to a point, I think. Yeah, and 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 to be clear, the the film goes to a place in this. You know, a story they're trying to tell that I didn't think worked. And I think the first two thirds of the film are a far better film than the last third. It it kind of felt like... And again, maybe this is where the differences from the game stem from. That they had to make it into a more climactic ending. And that's where I really struggled with it. That's when I thought, alright, this is just stupid. There are some bits where this movie threatens to derail itself quite hard. Yeah. Thankfully, it's like a little bit of 300 uh, Rise of an Empire sprinkled into an otherwise good movie. Like, it veers into so stupid and shit that it's really (laughs) funny. The line of the year is in this movie, and I will tell you it immediately after the spoiler warning. I'm surprised I've kept it in so far. It is this year's Rocks! Rocks! It may be even funnier than Rocks, people. That's... (laughs) That's what we're heading towards. Brace yourself, because fucking hell, it's 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 amazing. Anyway, Ken Watanabe's in this movie Fleetingly. for about three scenes. Yeah, but he's good in them. It's like a trade-off. So Brian Cranston wasn't a lot in Godzilla the first one, yeah. but um, Ken Watanabe is, and it feels like he's in the same moment that Brian Cranston was in Godzilla. Yeah, like, two, <laughs> maybe three scenes. Office, office again. Parade. Yeah. That's it, yeah. And he snubbles there. I like the Looking snubble. snubbly. I like the snubble. Um, yeah, he, he's a non-factor, really. He's, he's, he's there to give you a little bit of information you need to kind of get on. But they do a good enough story, of, a good enough job of kind of keeping that story tight on your main two characters. Mm. The ancillary characters, which obviously I think were... They didn't need more actors because obviously they wanted more Pokemon in the movie. Yeah. You start getting more actors, you can have less Pokemon. So... That's fine. And you're more time away from your stars, which is not what you want. Mm. We do get Bill Nye. Quite a lot of Bill Nye. He Didn't turns he? up in one scene. I'm like, oh, fuck, they booked Bill Nye for a cameo. And then he turns up for his second scene. I'm like, oh, we've got Bill Nye for a lot of this yeah. film. So he's the bad guy. 
Yeah. That was obvious. Yeah. Who could have known? Who you've, would have thought? You've seen. booked Bill Nye and he did more. He didn't do what he did in the worst film of last year, The Bookshop, where it was broadcast live from Bill Nye's house. <laughs> he turned up for this one, so clearly he was going to be the bad guy. I hope he's the type of, like, either A, fuck it, it seems like fun, or B, I have grandkids and I'd like them to see a movie, I mean. Yeah. Not, I'm desperate and need to be in something. No, I hope this isn't like a Sylvester Sloan in Spike a 3D situation mm. where it's like, oh, Bill Nye's down his luck. I imagine not. He's still Bill Nye and probably still getting a lot of roles. He just felt like, screw it, I'll do the Pokemon movie. He was like, why not? Why the hell not? Um, I don't think there's any other real actors of note in this. Um, Rita Ora turns up. Where? Um, you know... I kind of have to go into spoilers to talk about it. Okay, we'll talk, about, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I didn't realise it was her until her name flashed up at the end. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh. Whom's the actual fuck booked Rita Ora? In the Pokemon movie. Yeah. Does she sing a song? She doesn't sing a song. Uh, I mean, not in the movie, but like, is there a Rita Ora Oh, I wouldn't be fucking credits? shocked. Let's have a look. Music. Rita Ora appear on the tracks with the lead single, Carry On. There you go. Jobs are good. My Wayward Son? <laughs> Didn't oh, seem that, like that'd be Rita Ora's wheelhouse. That'd be, a, that'd be a beautiful. Well, it wouldn't because it'd be Rita Ora, but the yeah, idea I mean, of just Kansas and Pokemon married up. I mean, Weird Al did a song for the first movie, so anything's possible. Yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Damn, yeah. they should have got Weird Al back. Mm, they should have got Weird it. Al back. Um, there's always a sequel. There's always a sequel. Um, so now it's just time to speak about our favourite Pokemon from the movie. Yeah. I want to talk about the main one first. Fucking, they gave it away in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. Charizard. I was not say Mewtwo. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, it was like, again, it feels like there's a bit of a tick list of yeah. like, I would have said, right, these are your top ten famous Pokemon that need to be in it. Pikachu, obviously, tick, Psyduck, tick, Charizard, Charizard tick, Mewtwo, Squirtle, Squirtle Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, Mewtwo, Eevee, very slightly, very slightly yeah. in there. Jigglypuff. Yep. And there's one more who I would have, but I feel like they'd Garados? be left out. No, kind of. Magikarp and Gyarados have kind of, you yeah. kind of want to see. And I suppose, like, none of the other legendaries. And I mean, really past Gen 1, who have you got? They're trying to push Greninja. So yeah, he's because there. he's in Smash. And oh, it yeah, makes yeah a lot Snorlax. Yeah. I'd add Snorlax to that list. Yeah, who's in it? Yeah, who's he is. Um, so Lucario isn't in this, I thought. He's like a bit of they a... They were pushing Lucario there. for a long time. Yeah, so I feel like he'll be in... If there's a sequel, Lucario will 100% be in that. Yeah. Mew doesn't turn up. No, I'm sure. Mew's mentioned. Them. Mew's mentioned a lot. They reprinted Ancient Mew... No way. Some of it in Japan, yeah, oh, you could God get Ancient Mew. Did you I, get your little cut set of cards when you went? I didn't know. Uh, it's only a two card booster. I got Detective Pikachu twice, and then I got Jigglypuff and Lickitung. Oh. So there you go. Well, there we are. Um, there was yes. a there's a there's a there's a Char- No, is it a Greninja EX in that set, which I imagine is going to be worth some money. Oh, I would imagine. So. I should have actually got him, yeah, just for keeping their value. Mm. Damn it. Um, yeah, Mewtwo looks fucking ace. Looks like weird alieny dude. They got the whole engineered life form thing down to a T. Yeah, because um, I thought from like I know that the first Pokemon that Justice Smith goes ahead and catches it, Cubone. I was like, I don't want Cubone to be the first Pokemon ever seen in live action. Mm. But thankfully, the opening scene is with Mewtwo. Yeah, which I'm like, fucking a. I'm glad if it's not Pikachu, it's at least going to be Mewtwo that you see first. Mm. Fucking a. Um, yeah, so he looked great. I think Charizard looked fucking awesome. There's no Pokemon I have a problem with, basically. Yeah, they're all really well-designed. They well all designed. look... Like I said, there's, there's some ups and downs, like um, 
particularly if they're like only in like the background of some scenes. Mm. So I don't think the Machamp looked particularly great. Oh, I thought that looked alright. It looked fine. Not as good as Ludicolo. That might be one no. of my favourite. That might be my oh. favourite. God no! I fucking what? loved it what they do. My dream. I know. Why does his eyes like do the fucking Pennywise know, thing it. when he says something? Like <laughs> I, I think it's um, great. I think it's fantastic. Mister Mime looked. I don't want to say great. That's wrong. The Mister Mime scene was really good. Yeah, like one of the best scenes in the film. And they light him on fire. Yeah, yeah. mime light him on fire. Yeah. The same thing. Um, yeah, I have literally no problems with anybody. I, other than one, but he has to be mentioned after spoiler warning. Yeah. Um, he's related to the greatest line of the movie. We'll get to him <laughs> in a bit. Um, but no, I think everyone you'd kind of want to see was there. Mm. And they all looked, they've all been transitioned really well. Yeah. Torterra got a bigger role than I thought, Ooh. which I'm fucking A-OK about. And I want to tell you, we mean that literally. Yeah. It's really good though. Second only to Venusaur is my favourite grass starter. Where was Venusaur? I didn't see Yeah, I think he's in the background of a shot. I don't think there was a Charmeleon. There was no. definitely all three forms of Squirtle. Was there a War Turtle? Yeah. I don't remember There was a scene of them putting out the fires and there were Squirtles, War Turtles yeah, and Blastoises. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Venusaur could have had... I mean, my boy didn't get much of a mention, but again, there's room for a sequel. Mm. I didn't get Articuna. We didn't get Cypher. We didn't get Or Pinsa. I thought one of them two would have made the made the shout. Mm. Um, well, this thing, they're just going to be critiquing, like, why did they pick Buffalon and not Tauros? Oh my god. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I want to say, the, the opening scene after the Mewtwo bit, where it's the small town, mm. and it's going over the Pokemon weather vane, and the Pidgeot is from, like, oh my god, they're fucking doing it. This is, this is what we wanted. I know we don't want the red and blue movie. And to an extent, I guess we kind of have moved past a point for the need for an adaptation of the Pokemon anime. Yeah. Anime, sorry, manga. Yeah. But good God, if I don't want a film that starts out exactly like that, in that little town, going out and catching yeah. the, the design of the Pokeballs is fucking cool. I, I weren't man keen on the Pokeballs. I think they were a bit too big. Yeah, they don't do the growing Yeah, they don't, thing. which is fine, I guess, if you, you know, that was always a bit weird of what they can, I mean, they're sticking Pokemon inside it in like a magical laser beam, so yeah. I suppose. But now they they looked a bit clunky to me. I don't know how you make that design better. Admittedly, I don't have the answer for that. But I thought they looked just a touch. It looked it looked like a toy. Yeah, it didn't look like a. God, that's a that's a petty fucking thing. Of course, it's a toy. <laughs> um, no Pokédexes. No Pokedexes, you are right. No that's Pokedexes. a fairly key thing that's been in all the games. I thought that would have popped up at some point. Yeah, I'm trying at to. At no find... point did he get on a bike. Yeah, there was no bike. There was a car, though, and it looks like the cars in um, Gen 6. Oh, yeah, it did. And actually, nice. fair, whenever cars appear in the anime, they look like those little crushed yeah. little things. I did like. They do reference a bit of Pokemon music here and there. Mm. Specifically the one you'd want them to do. Yeah. But it's in a really weird way. It's really I'm weird. happy with it. I'm glad it's there. It's but hilarious, but yeah, that does get there. Um, I wish I could find the name of the guy, because the guy who ended up doing much of the design for this world turned out to be a fan artist. Had been oh, drawing like real-life Pokemon. Mm. I wish I could get his name. It's not on the Wikipedia, unfortunately, but... Fucking, if you are that guy and you are listening, you've done the best possible fucking work. And this world, all the little visual Easter eggs, all the... Yeah. Insert, like, Growlits going for a walk. Like, yeah. posters about the Sinnoh Championships. I, just, I love it. They've left the door open for so many 
It, well, direct sequels, yeah, but also so many spin-offs you can go and do. I would love it if... It would make the most sense if all of the Pokemon live-action movies are just completely unrelated. If it's just... It's like an anthology. It's just story after story after story after story. I hear you, but I feel like... They're, they're, I don't know if they'll have the confidence in the Pokemon brand more so than they will. We want Pikachu and we want Ryan Reynolds voicing that Pikachu. Mm. I mean, but you could just take Justice Smith and that Pikachu and just insert them into other stories. Yeah, he becomes your Ash, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you move him around to the different stories. You don't necessarily have to do, like, you know, another crime caper or whatever. Well, what I was thinking is the next one, the next logical step for this is to go, right, okay, um, we heard about your do your efforts in Rhyme City, so now um, uh, we want to call you up. My name is Looker. That's what you do. Oh, oh. David Tennant for Looker. Hell fucking yes. That's, That's awesome a great scene. show. David Tennant as Looker. That's got to happen. Cool. Um, I've got a lot to say after the spoilers, so yep. can we have a recommendation? It's a recommendation. Hearty recommendation. It's, oh, yeah. thank the lucky stars that this wasn't bad. I've got to be honest with you, Darren. It's not in my top five. Um, that might change because I, I really do need to think about where I put certain things. In fact, it is a number six. Okay. That might change. Um, yeah, but a quick glance at mine. I think it is in my top five. It's an easy top ten. Easy top ten. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> it is in my top ten. It's in fact, it's at number two at the moment. Oh, well, okay. I've only seen eight movies, though, so <laughs> I don't actually have a top ten yet. Fair enough. I've started pushing films out, so that's that's good. Good sign. I mean, we've got a lot of movies. I mean, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and X-Men are within the next week. Yeah. So, we get in there. <laughs> One for both lists. Yeah. Go see it. Go see this fucking film. It's real good. It's everything you'd kind of hoped it would be. Don't get me wrong. It's not great A cinema or anything. Some of the jokes don't particularly land. The plot can get a little a little confusing near the end, but I think for how bad it could have gone, mm. I'm A-okay I'm with this. Yeah, and you can just bring everybody to it. Bring your kids, bring your wife. We'll fuck her, that's right, we'll fuck your wife. Uh, interesting. Where did that come from? Have <laughs> you not seen the Fuck You Baltimore video? No. I'm showing you that later. Fantastic. It's phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's a great kids movie. It's a great movie, full stop. Um, it does have weaker parts. It's not a, it's not a perfect being, but then again, no movie is. Um, but it's the best video game, direct adaptation video game movie ever made. That's all you need to say. Spoiler alert! Finish him, ditto! <laughs> it's the greatest line of this year, hands down. You forget about Avengers Assemble and all that good business. It's now finish him, ditto, said by Bill Nye in the body um, of Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Which is a hell of a sentence, <laughs> just in and of itself. Yeah, the one Pokemon I didn't like was ditto, ditto, because they did the thing from the anime where the defective ditto can't change his face. Yeah. And that just freaked me out. I was like, kids are going to be having nightmares. It was a bit Coraline when the glasses came off, wasn't it? With the whole was that Rita Ora? No, that wasn't Rita. Who was Rita Ora? Rita Ora was the scientist, the lady scientist who was working in the Mewtwo lab. Really? Seriously? Oh wow! This, okay. This really only reinforces how less of a shit the world gives about Rita Ora. I had no idea it was Not her. Not a clue. It was Becky with the good hair. I think the one who was playing uh, Woman Ditto was Suki Waterhouse. Yeah. Okay. Never heard of her. Yeah, she... The, the, the Ditto with the eyes thing. I like it to call back to an anime. And they do foreshadow it earlier in the movie. Because I was like, Ditto could not turn into humans. 
And I was like, well, what's stopping it from turning into humans, really? It's just yeah. a mimic. So, And they do foreshadow it earlier in the movie where one turns into a human. So yeah. I was like, okay. And then, obviously, you kind of clock, like, of course, that's why they had glasses on to hide the dot eyes. But mm. that was uncanny valley terrifying it was oh my god even I was scared of that thing when it was and then it it turned into Lucy as well I was like I'm uncomfortable this is getting I'm uncomfortable so yeah weren't mad keen about Ditto I'm glad he made it but mm, Mm. no Um, so yeah a few things Um, one thing the statues of Dialga Palkia and uh, Arceus they know who their god is good on you lads well done okay that's a gen 4 hint if Mm. ever there was one Mm. which is fine um, I liked... <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, this movie gets its own award this year, by the way. Oh, does it? Um, so, you know, we're handing out arbitrary awards. So, yeah. best use of Birmingham slash the Black Hood. Yes. Which this year goes to um, Stan and Ollie. Yes, um, yes. This because... one go- this one gets my arbitrary... Well, my uh, award of excellence for best use of a character from Kamen Rider. Would you believe it? Not the fruit padlocks, Michael. No, not him, unfortunately. The guy who plays with toy cars instead. Um, you know at the start where they sh- they show like a stadium Pokemon battle? Yes. And one trainer walks up and turns his cap around? Yes. It's Kamen Rider Drive himself, Ryoma Takuchi. Fuck yes. Who incidentally is also uh, dubbing over Justice Smith for the Japanese release. Good on him. I know you don't care. For me, I was like, fucking Kamen Rider Drive's there! It was amazing. I mean, I'm glad you had fun. Um, right, just a few things I just want to get out first before I forget about them. Yeah. I like the fact they linked it back to the first Pokemon movie. Yeah. By saying, yeah. Mewtwo, this happened, something similar 20 happened. 20 years in, ago. 20 years ago in Kanto. I was like, oh, oh ha, it's ha, in the same universe. Ha. That means Ash is a thing. Mm. I'm a little bit... I'm in two minds of whether I'm disappointed or a bit relieved that we didn't get a cameo. and You don't need to show his face. A voice cameo. A voice. I thought you nailed on. Even if it means nothing going forward. Your end credit stinger or your mid credit stinger, whatever, is Detective Pikachu meeting the Pikachu. Yeah. And you just see... You can just have Ash. You, you, you put him in, you know, first season attire. Yeah. We all know who the fuck it is. Mm. You know, he t- you just show the hat with the thing on it and you show the blue thing and the thing. And then you just, you get his voice actress back. Uh, that is Veronica Taylor. You've met her, haven't you? I was at the same con, so I didn't meet her. There it is. So you have her just say, come on, Pikachu. And he's like, oh my yeah, God, that's Let's Ash. go, Pikachu. I know she, yeah. she doesn't voice Ash anymore, does she? No, she's still voicing Ash. I thought they'd go a new one when they redesigned Ash. I don't. Because you know they so. when they did the uh, the Gen Seven series, they kind of retconned it. Bear with so me. So he was like, "Oh yeah, Sarah Natacheni is now voicing Pokemon." Told you. So they, voicing Ash in uh, the Sun and Moon series. Yeah. So for Sun and Moon, they basically did a soft reboot of they redesigned his face mm. and basically kind of wiped out previous continuity to make it seem like. Because at this point, he should either A, be in his 20s, or B, really know more about Pokemon than he's letting on. Mm. So they basically, like, retconned a lot of things. Like, he's still... Like, basically, his adventures still count, but, I don't know, he's got an amnesia or something. And mm. they... Anyway, you just get well, the original one back. They had those new films, didn't they? Um, yes. I Choose You and The Pair of Two. That was Which the... are now a separate continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's it's a re complete redo. It's like, okay, cool, sweet. So that's where that comes from. Also so... confirmed it was Ho-Oh in that first episode. Wee. Love it. Because they're doing that again, aren't they? Because they're redoing Mewtwo Strikes Back. 
In 3D? Mm. Well, in 3D animation. Yeah, no. It looks... Wh- Mewtwo looks fucking astounding, isn't it? It does. Ash and Misty and Brock look fucking I'm weird. I'm good. Um, yeah, a voice cameo, you see him from the back. I'd have lost my tiny mind. Yeah. And I'd have been happy. Um, yeah, the one Pokemon I was mentioning, but I feel like they've left him out for a reason. Surely Meowth should be in here somewhere, right? right? Yeah. But that means that if he... Because that's like... I'd even say he's top five, if not top three most famous Pokemon mm. from when you were young. Easily. Pikachu, Meowth, Jigglypuff. Mm. I feel like those are your trifecta to start a Pokemon that you're going to know. Yeah. And another talking Pokemon. Yeah, I, I think... Whilst I want the I want Looker to be in the next one, yes. it's got to be David Tennant. I think they would be stupid not to do the Master Thief Meowth, a literal cat burglar. Come on, it I even, itself. again if the, if it's in if it's in canon with everything that's gone before, I'm okay with actual Meowth turning up with Jesse and James yeah. and Team Rockets in your sequel hairstyle and all. I have to think that's why they're not why he's not there. Because I, I thought the whole thing about the gas being named R was going to be Team yeah, Rocket. Yeah, yeah, That went seemingly fucking uh, nowhere. Apparently not. It's just short for Rage, mm. which weighs in the video games. But yeah, little little Fandaren is hoping... Uh, hopefully it's not a case of, yeah, of course they're going to put the Green Ranger in the next Power Rangers movie. And then the next... I mean, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a sequel, mm. but I don't want to get myself overhyped to thinking, well, that obviously has to happen. You've got to have Meowth in there somewhere. Yeah, didn't put him in this one. I have to believe for a reason... We get that in the sequel. Mm. Um, so that was my initial thoughts. I just wanted to get those. Oh, also, I don't know how you do a sequel because Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu are now separate. Yeah, that happened at the end. You've got you've to get them back together. So, right. So the question I have about that ending, mm. you know, Pikachu was your dad all along, which is a weird fucking thing to think Quite about. Quite strange, yes. He doesn't remember everything before it. He remembers... He doesn't remember being a Pikachu, seemingly, because he says, let's go and get a coffee. And he said, that's weird, I've been having a craving for coffee. Yeah. Did he remember anything? I mean, he regained his ability to talk, so it wasn't like he had to start from scratch. He knew what coffee was. Mm, It's two bouts of amnesia back to back. Yeah. Or is it selective? Selective, I think. I mean, it's it's plot contrivance, if Mm. I'm being honest, because... Well, again, they kind of, they, they get round this in the movie by showing, like, he hasn't seen his dad since he was, like, three years old, so he doesn't remember what he sounds like, and that's why he doesn't recognise Ryan Reynolds' voice. Um, so I can kind of understand that for the sake of keeping the mystery alive, but yeah, you're all right if you again, much like with John Wick 3, if you think about it too much, <laughs> it's all going to fall apart. But it's okay, because we had finish him, ditto! <laughs> and that just makes everything fine. That final thing is just a... Is just really where I think the movie fell down. We needed an action scene. Yeah, basically. But they had, they made such a good job. Like, here's the neo noir setting. It's the, you know, essentially we made Blade Runner Pokemon town. I'm okay with that. Yeah. They did the fucking cool traditional Pokemon battle. I really, really loved that. The yeah. underground uh, Pokemon. That was pretty dope. That was fucking mint. The going and doing the, the okay, the giant tour terrors. I was I just liked Torterra, so I was kind of down with that. Yeah, Torterra's a great Pokemon. <clears throat> and that whole lab scene where it's like all the Greninja soldiers. I liked the Greninja soldiers a lot, yeah. actually. I think they added quite a lot of attention to that scene. It was really good. Um, and then you just end on what is essentially 
what if poker floats but an action scene? Yeah, essentially. Mm. I mean, it's a bit weak. It is a bit weak. And it's... it's Yeah, I, I wasn't a great fan of it. And it's just kind of this weird... Mewtwo is now combining... It kind of works out with the plot. So Bill Nye is paraplegic. And he says he found his cure... Kind of, you think he's speaking like metaphorically... Mm through Pokemon, but instead he was just stalling time to get the technology Reggie to put himself into Mewtwo, who can transfer souls. Apparently. Mewtwo is fucking powerful. And, so. and apparently that this gas, when you make the Pokemon angry, you can yeah allow it to transfer a human consciousness into it. And what was Bill Nye's endgame? To sit in the chair and die whilst he was... You know, fucking avataring Mewtwo around the world. What was but the plan? Does he not here, then Bill? become Mewtwo and his body doesn't well, count? This, the, 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 well, the thing had the to be on his head. Was still yeah. on both of them. What was, was his he, plan? Was he at a madman point where he's like, "Look, I can live as Mewtwo for a bit, and maybe Mewtwo, Mewtwo is fucking man. Mewtwo is fucking fucking powerful." <laughs> and he was like, "Mewtwo will just come over and jiggery poke my body, and then I'll be." Young again, I don't fucking know. Mm. Um, he's your deity's massive enough, Mewtwo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe he just gone mad, man. He was like, I'll just save the rest of humanity by combining them with Pokemon. And I'm like, yeah, chill if you get to be Mewtwo. What if I'm stuck as a fucking stunfisk for the rest of my life? <laughs> Thanks, Bill Nye. Much appreciated. Um, yeah, it was. You need an action scene, I suppose. Yeah. And I mean, it's fine visually. The you know, Mewtwo flying over the city and then Pikachu learning Volt Tack and all that good business. There's some good things in it, particularly Ditto. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it it wasn't great. It wasn't like Wonder Woman level of like dropping the ball at the end. Yeah, but it ain't it ain't far off neither. Well, probably because I don't think it reached the heights in the film that was you know Wonder Woman one bomb in a church. That still that set the tone, and it was only downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I this was that. like. Okay, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, we didn't quite get that. Okay, we're going to get it you back. You didn't quite stick the landing, but it doesn't torpedo the rest of the movie, thankfully. No, the fact that, like we were saying about Endgame, and dare I compare the two, the fact that it works is fucking astounding. Yeah, that in itself is the biggest praise we can get it, that it's just instantly not shit. Yeah. But the movie about Bill Nye flying around in the body of Mewtwo, transferring souls... He's fine, and I was okay with that as it was happening. Not going, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> with with the unironic line of finish him, finish him, ditto. <laughs> oh god, malevolent ditto. Okay, ditto was ready to cap a bitch. <laughs> Ditto's a ride or die, motherfucker. It turned out <laughs> cool. So yeah, they've left they've left room for a sequel that I'd be interested in. Yeah, like I definitely. said, God, I'm just going to keep saying it so I will it into reality. Hopefully Meowth is there, mm. and I want it voiced by Meowth. Guy, don't go get someone new. Go get the guy who did Meowth, and I'm fine with that. I want Jesse and James. Ash not being there, fine, I can accept it. It'd I'm be okay difficult, with that. but yeah, I want Jesse and James. Um, and yeah, you like I said, once they figure out how to get Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu back together, because they're not going to throw away that dynamic. They're not just going to have Ryan Reynolds' dad and Pikachu running around. They'll have to figure out how to jump that shot. Like, get them back fused. Yeah. But, like, he also remembers it. But that's... Is that going to make it worse? Because now it's not going to be... Here's my partner, partner Pikachu. is going to be... 
is my dad. Like, it's but I'm kind of okay with that because that can lead to funny jokes. Mm. Of like, that's my dad, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is a teacher?" <laughs> yeah, I, and no one understands yeah. him. It would mean that they'd have to kill off Ryan Reynolds' body because you couldn't have every plot be trying to restore dad. Mm. But they back themselves into a corner there. I don't know how they get themselves out of that. Um, I mean, Mewtwo seems fairly chill, so maybe Ryan Reynolds. I mean, they won't give him cancer or something. I imagine it's a kids' movie, but. Mm. They can do something. Oh there. yeah, there was a really heavy drop of cancer in this film, wasn't there? Yeah, really was, heavy drop of cancer. That was odd in a kids' movie. Mm. But there we go. Um, well, hey, kids, look at the colourful Pokemon and think about your inevitable demise at the I, hands I, of I cancer. Uh, it's good though. Go it's, watch good. It. it's good. It's a good film. And then, like I said, there's a lot of Pokemon unused that they can go back to. Oh yeah. We didn't get the legendary birds. We got Louis. Um, Lugia, we've got Ho-Ho, we've got Lucario, we've got Lucario, we've got Dialga, we've got Arceus, we've got any fucking continuity you want to pick. Groudon and Kyogre might be a good shout. <laughs> I've just do, fuck it, the world's ending. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I think if you start going too far, because the thing is about Mewtwo, he's just, he's a psychic type, he's incredibly powerful. You start getting into like, no, Arceus is actually God. That's when you might start yeah. to lose people. I'm not sure how much of a step down, like, the mercurial, thoughtful villain of Mewtwo, uh, who, you know, as we saw in the first mo- in uh, Pokemon, the first movie, yeah. saw the value of the friendship between humans and Pokemon. Yeah. And then, like you say, you, you pick, like, Kyogre, and suddenly the motivation becomes, fight me, you leg-ass land-having bitch! Like, it's not... <laughs> I'm thinking more spectacle than anything else. Yeah. Like, obviously they're going to increase the budget for the next one. And if I'm thinking, like, I want to see shit get real, that's Groudon and Kyogre. Because I'm just thinking, like, post-Gym 7 mm. in Ruby and Sapphire when the world is ending. Mm. I'm okay with that. That's about the level of power I think I'm comfortable with being, yeah. as opposed to, see this weird four-legged thing? That's in charge of time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this weird half-dragon pink thing, that's in charge of space. Uh, all of space. If this thing dies... We don't know what happens. If Time Guy dies, I don't... Some, we may all freeze, anyway, I don't know. here's the legged snake that keeps in charge of the dark dimension. You know, <laughs> you can't sell Gen 4 that well. It gets worse when you get to Gen 7. It's like, this guy absorbed light in a different dimension and he could kill God or he yeah, is a God. And I don't know which is... The, I really love Brian David Gilbert. What a, what a, please, this is a Pokemon relevant thing. If you can go and watch his perfect Poker app. It's a hell of a thing. Oh. Michael, say scrap because I can't do it properly. Scrap! <laughs> Plug away, Michael. <laughs> you can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that my go. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Guttridge. And you can go and follow us, the site, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes under the username FowlenT. That's F O U L E N T. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn. If you haven't already, go and listen to our John Wick 3, John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, both nomenclatures included for some reason. Uh, That's what the one we recorded last. Uh, What we've got coming up next will be Godzilla King of the Monsters. We're not too far away from E3. And there is a Pokemon Direct coming out very soon uh, about Sword and Shield, which ties into this episode, funnily enough. Um, So we're going to be covering all of those. And I think that's going to cover us. Yeah, send us out, Michael. Good God. Radio. Bye, everybody. Bye.